Welcome to the Full Dive Gaming Podcast, bringing you a full dive of all the news, discussion, and insights you need for virtual reality gaming. Our podcast is brought to you by Asterian Products. If you don't know them already, go on Amazon, check them out. Asterian, they make the Aura, the Vertex, they make amazing VR and AR headset accessories, and they love us, we love them. I'm Jay Bratt, I'm a VR YouTuber and streamer. I'm Matt Bratt, a VR enthusiast who is so excited for PSVR 2. I'm Lipnox VR, a VR YouTuber with a focus on smaller indie titles from SideQuest VR. Our podcast is here to keep you up to date in the VR realm. We always answer questions from our communities first. We follow some of that with the latest and greatest VR news when there is news. And then we discuss the games we've been playing recently. If you haven't come over and seen our YouTube channel, we're here. You can see all of us face to face hanging out. And of course, on YouTube, you can actually comment, like, do all that YouTube stuff to hang out and chat with us. And Lip, what's the first question that Scarlet Ibis asked us this week? So they asked, do you think PSVR 2 will overtake the quest? And uh, I don't know if, who wants to go first on this one, but I think it's a it's definitely a heated, heated topic discussion. <laughs> I'd love to hear your thoughts, Lip, as someone who's because you've kind of done both, right? You, you did PSVR yeah. quest, but you, you haven't done a whole lot of other. You've done a lot of side quests and stuff. I'd love to hear your thoughts. So I, I think the biggest thing for me with the quests versus the PlayStation VR was when I played the PlayStation VR, the standard for titles being, you know, four hours or longer was a lot more like it was that was a bigger deal. Whereas on Quest, it feels like there's like a ton of titles that are just two hours, no thought, pro about, no, pro no thought process about it. They just quick in, quick out kind of games. A lot of these sort of like play with things, these like tech demo type of games that are kind of, you know, like like Job Simulator, Vacation Simulator, they're on PlayStation VR as well. But I feel like that style of game is just all over the quest. You know, things that are messing around with physics and things like that. Whereas like when I played the PlayStation VR, you know, you get No Man's Sky, you get like Farpoint, you get just when you when you look at the end of the day, like all the content that is in like Astrobot, it's just there's just not games like that on the quest other than Resident Evil 4 VR. And I think all these years into the quest, I'm like, are we going to get those games or is this what this is? Because if this is what this is, you know, people are hungry for bigger titles and you can go and buy a $3,000 computer to get these PC VR titles. But when you already have a PS5 and there's, you know, it's probably $600 PlayStation VR 2, you know, it, it almost feels like it's a smarter choice to buy the PS VR 2 if you're serious into those longer, bigger form games. And if you want the sort of the Wii, almost casual, fun type of things, maybe more work-oriented VR experiences, the Quest is probably your better choice. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think, I th yeah. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I think you hit the nail on the head <laughs> there with the the problem with the Quest 2 currently with games and size. Nat, what, what's your thoughts before I give kind of my final take here? I, I definitely do not think that the PSVR 2 is going to overtake the Quest just because of the price point and because it's a standalone headset, um, especially with people having trouble even just getting a PS5 and you'll need that for the PSVR 2. It's just not going to get in as many people's hands. I do really agree with you, Lipnox, that the PSVR 2, I think, is going to be far better than the Quest 2 and have, and we've seen that it has, you know, all these haptic things and stuff. It's going to be a better experience and have better games. But unfortunately, the Quest, you can't beat that price point. So I don't think the PSVR 2 is going to overtake. Yeah, I, I fully agree there. I think what PSVR 2 may do is it's going to bring back the kind of old days that we're used to, where we're, as the enthusiasts, have this awesome headset that we show all our friends mm -hmm. and they're going to be like, oh, this is really cool. And then they're going to go buy a Quest 2. 
because yeah. they want it to be fully wireless. They want that much lower price because we don't know what PSVR 2 is going to cost, but we already know you have to have a PS5. So you at least have to put in that cost. It would be almost impossible just because it has a wire. If it was wireless and worked for the PS5, maybe it'd be a contender. But all we don't know the exact numbers because they won't release them, but we know that the Quest 2 has sold somewhere between 10 and 15 million units. It could potentially be higher, but that's unlikely. And and for PSVR 2 to catch up with those numbers is is almost impossible. I am, and don't get me wrong, I am extremely excited for PSVR 2. I'm going to buy it day one. I can't wait, but I feel like it's still going to be a bit of an enthusiast headset where the Quest 2 is approachable to anybody at that price and that the fact that it's easy setup, it's wireless. But just like Lip said, I'm going to the PSVR 2 for the good games, the yeah. big games, which we're going to be talking about a lot in the news section because we finally got some announcements about games. But I just yes. it drives me crazy that on the quest, there's good games, but there's barely a game that I can put in more than three hours before I'm done with it. Unless it's like mm -hmm. a multiplayer game that I keep coming back to. I, there aren't a lot of games that I just want to spend a lot of time on a campaign. in. so, yeah. I don't think it'll overtake it, but I wish it had the potential. I wish yeah. it had a wireless adapter because I think it's going to be a much better system than the Quest. Uh, on the subject of games, we had a question that I, I'm not going to lie. I had to go do some research to even come up with an answer. They asked, what are the best VR games that have come out in 2022? And I hate to say that I feel like a lot of great VR games lately are still the last ones of 2021. Uh, but we've got a few that have come out in 2022 that I know I've really enjoyed. So if you follow the JBrat channel, you might have seen uh, I played some Wanderer and checked it out. If you don't know what Wanderer is, it is only on PSVR and PC. It's too powerful for Quest and it's too big of a game for Quest. What a surprise. But it's a time traveling game where you go through time and you affect how time, how what changes in time to affect the future that you are then living in. It's really cool. Uh, Nat, you played some Wanderer too. Yeah. I kind of what forgot actually that it was on PSVR. Um, yeah, that really shows you that even that old text still kind of holds up because I totally forgot. But yeah, that was a really cool game. Um, I didn't play a ton of it, but it was cool. It had like it was a longer form game. It had some puzzle stuff. It was very intriguing. Yes, that was a cool yeah, one. Yeah. I actually saw a comment on Facebook from someone that legitimately said that their two absolute favorite VR games were Half-Life Alex and The Wanderer. And I was mm -hmm. like, that's, that's got to be a high praise to put Wanderer beside Half-Life Alex. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of people comparing Wanderer to it. I don't think it's a good comparison to make. I think that no. the reason why they compare it is because Wanderer has so much interaction and stuff you do. There's yeah. like... There's like a scene early on, no spoilers, but it's just like you have to like cut vines off of something to get to something. And so often in VR, we don't have those little interactions lately that are just so it just makes sense. It's just something to like, OK, I got to get these vines out of my way so I can get to something. We miss out on that in a lot of games. They don't make the environments interactable. Uh, we've got a couple other games here in case you missed them. Green Hell. It's a survival game. It's been out for years, but it came to VR. Uh, Knock, if you haven't seen it out there, a lot of people love Knock. It's kind of like Rocket League, but with bow and arrows. Uh, Zenith was on your radar, Lip, but you haven't uh, haven't gotten in. But you want to talk about what Zenith is? Uh, so Zenith is basically, if, if you've heard of the anime Sword Art Online, it's pretty much like the closest thing to that because it's a very combat-focused MMO where... There's there is cooking you can do, but for the most part, your main focus in gameplay is all combat based. You can get wings and fly. I honestly I've been I've been watching videos about it and I've just been waiting for the perfect amount of time so I can like 
really dive into it and invest the right amount of time because it's currently, you know, it's one of those kind of experiences you, you put about 50 hours in and then you kind of feel mm -hmm. fulfilled. But they've been doing all sorts of new content. And I think it only came out at the start of this year, like January. And they've already had a pretty huge major update. And I think last year it was in like alpha and things for PC. So people have been playing it for a bit of time now. But it definitely seems like the one that if you just want to go in and have this less thinking, just pure action-based MMO experience, it's probably a good a good pick. And I mean, it's PC VR and it's also on Quest. Mm -hmm. and, and I don't know if it's coming to PSVR too, but it seems like it'd be a good fit. Yeah, I, I played some Zenith and I've got to say, if you are into MMOs, it definitely, from what I understand, because I don't play a lot of them, it's kind of the best example in VR that we have so far. And it has all that combat, It but it has depth. There's other things. You level up your character, you... Like just like Lipnock said, you cook stuff, you craft stuff, but it it definitely is grindy. If you like a grindy game, you'll probably love this game because you're going to be working to level up. One thing about it that that uh, it was funny. I was listening to play PSVR podcast and they were talking about No Man's Sky and they said No Man's Sky is a game that the longer you wait to play it, the better your experience is going to be because they've done so many updates. Zenith, mm -hmm. I think, Lip, you're doing the right thing here. Zenith is the same thing. So when I played it, it was at launch. You had two character classes only and and it you know it, it seemed like okay this has a lot of potential but it needs some updates so i would say you know get in and check it out when you can but the longer you wait the probably the better it's gonna get anyways so it's not a game that's terrible to sleep on a little bit right now while you wait for some updates but i had a good time uh and speaking of our psvr people moss book 2 came out if you if you missed that for another game of 2022 but it's only on psvr it is coming to other headsets but they have some exclusive time on it so i was personally kind of holding out just because the either psvr 2 or quest i just want my hands to to be really well tracked and i know that getting that dual shock mm -hmm. just right in original moss was a little tricky so i'm like i'm holding out but i really do want to play it because quill quill so cute and i want to get back in mm -hmm. uh we Did had they one not last... drop that for pc was that, was that not on PC VR yet, though? The I, I think it was exclusive for now, uh, but they did I announce. Even, I, thought it was, I thought it was PC VR, too. They did announce that it's coming to Quest at the uh, Oculus Gaming Showcase, which is not actually mm -hmm. the name. So Moss Book 2 is set to a summer release date on Quest 2. I don't see it saying anything about PC, but I'm sure it'll probably come out around the same time. I was, well, I always, I always, you always see these kind of things where it's like the PC VR and the PSVR, and then they do the Quest later because they got to optimize yep. it like crazy. Right. <laughs> uh, we had one last question, Nat. Oh, yeah. So just to wrap up that question, I just <laughs> wanted to say I wish we had more good games coming out in 2022 because I feel like we haven't had a lot. So hopefully we get more cool, awesome games coming out soon. Yeah, yeah, it's anyway, going to try spell for a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Moving on to the last Q&A question. Um, we had, looks like all these questions were from Scarlet Ibis. Um, so the last question here, will the quest end up killing VR? It's getting VR into more hands, but it also seems to be bringing down the quality of VR. Will it cause VR to eventually fizzle out? <laughs> I think that's a pretty Oof. funny question. What that's a loaded. What do question. you guys think? Lip, I'll let you go first. <laughs> I, I mean, it's it like it's it's hard it's hard to like say that at all because like bringing down the quality of VR like Half Life Alex was what two three years ago now like quality regardless which headset you're on is not really like those those prime titles that we were getting before we're just not getting those prime titles anymore because they're just putting all the money on Quest and you know 
I guess in that sense, you could say that it's like bringing down the quality of those types of titles. But it's just, I, I think we're kind of getting to a point where they're discovering what's fun about VR and having it in more hands puts it in more developers' hands, puts more ideas out there and the creation of more ideas. I mean, like simple things like when you play some of these older PC VR games and the controls are totally messed up. They haven't put in smooth turning. They haven't done any of these things that are common sense to us now. But mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the small developers and having it in so many hands are allowing those types of things to evolve all the quicker. And hopefully that translates to the Quest in a way making it better because I think the specs are just going to get better and better and cloud gaming is on the horizon. It's just we're not going to be limited by the weakened headset for long. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you there. When Facebook or Oculus Meta, whatever the hell you want to call them, uh, first <laughs> did this race to the bottom, as one of their executives said as he left, actually, their goal that they stated was we're going to get a billion people in VR. They didn't say our goal was to make the best VR experiences. It wasn't to make the most immersive. It was just get a billion people into something. So how do you do that? You make it really cheap. You make it really approachable. And that's what they've done. So on one hand, I'm really happy to see that they've brought VR to so many people. They've made it so easy to reach. But on the other hand, I hate that they've kind of made a monopoly out of their headset. They made it so cheap that others can't compete anymore. So they either have to make a really cool headset that is expensive or they fall somewhere like HTC is doing where they're making extremely expensive headsets that really aren't a world better than the quest and it's it's hurting a lot of their competitors but they knew what they were doing they want a billion people in vr but they want a billion people in their vr they aren't trying to get this to everybody so i think that it's doing damage on one hand but it is spreading it so much faster than it ever would have that it's it's helping but i i feel bitter about how it's helping in some ways too so i understand why they asked the question yeah i think it's kind of funny though like i I don't think by any stretch of the imagination, the quest is killing VR. Like maybe, maybe it's like hurt some of the game development because it can't be as good for quest. But I think it's definitely furthering VR at least because it's becoming more mainstream. Mm -hmm. That's what we've all been waiting for. Well, speaking of though, us hoping that someone's going to come out with some good games and stuff like that. The news segment is basically going to be about PlayStation VR's Sony's state of play. Before we get too far into that, I got to tell you about our sponsor for the podcast, Asterian Products. They just helped us out. We were at an anime convention. They sent us a whole bunch of their Aura headset stands and their Vertex headphone stands so we could keep all our headsets charged up and ready to go all the time. If you haven't checked them out, go on Amazon. You can use code FULLDIVE10 for 10% off. And of course, there's links to that in the description. I got to catch the state of play this last week, and I was so excited beforehand because I've been skipping state of plays, but they said this one was going to have a bunch of PSVR two stuff on it. So the way we're going to do, we're going to kind of break it down. There was basically four major announcements. So we're going to go one by one here. The first one, Lipnox, you are a resident evil four fan. You played it on the quest. Like I was, what was your reaction when we found out resident evil four is getting a full PS five remake, but it's getting VR content. They didn't say what that means. What did you think? So they've been talking about this Resident Evil 4 remake thing for three, four years, it feels Mm -hmm. like. And honestly, ever since that Resident Evil 7 engine sort of came out, it was like, yes, let's put Resident Evil 4 in this engine. Let's do this. I don't I mean, it looks like from what they've shown, they're doing a third person kind of thing instead of going like the full first person that Resident Evil 7 was like. But 
my, my thing realistically is I just played like I've got the game on the Quest in VR now. So my excitement to play this version is just it's just not really there that much. And realistically, the biggest thing that throws me off is, like you said, this VR content thing. We saw no footage of any VR gameplay mm-hmm. of any sort. Mm-hmm. I mean, how far away is this? And what is, is this mercenaries only is in VR? Is this, yep. you know, what what is this realistically? And that's, that's the biggest thing to me that I'm feeling like, you know, I love Resident Evil 4 and I'm going to be super pumped to play this this remake new graphics, new awesome. Maybe they change some of the things. Maybe they update some of the things. Maybe they do the full Resident Evil 2 depth remake to it and change a whole bunch of stuff. And I I mean, I need to play that. But I'm not as excited as I am to just go and play the Resident Evil 4 VR that I already have. Because I already know mm-hmm. that one's awesome. Mm-hmm. Now what do you think? Yeah, I... <laughs> I always am skeptical when I hear that there's VR content. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's going to, it's just kind of sad because it's like, maybe they didn't care about making the whole game once they saw that Quest already did that. So they were like, ah, oh, we'll just do a cool remake and then just throw a little bit of content at our VR people. But I feel like it's going to be probably pretty minimal. So that, that is a bummer to hear. Yeah. Yeah, well, it worries me. We won't me know because, until it gets closer, but. <laughs> well, and for those of you who joined VR in the Quest era, you kind of missed this dirty old trick that used to happen with PSVR a lot. We'd hear that a game was coming and we'd hear there was VR, but it wouldn't say specifically what. Like Tomb Raider was a game that had VR content. And though you had the whole game of Tomb Raider on your flat screen gaming, the content was you could teleport around the mansion in VR and look around the mansion. And that was the VR content. Or like uh, Tekken. <laughs> Tekken did the same thing. You could like look at the fighters up close in VR and like move around and see them or see some of their moves. And it really tricked us. It's funny. It's funny you mentioned those two because I actually Tekken was questionable. Basically, the the thing with Tekken was you could still fight in VR, but it was only one map that would work and it was only this training mode. So it wouldn't even wouldn't have any satisfaction of winning the fights. So I'll (laughs) definitely agree. The Tekken one was terrible. But going through that mansion and doing that like little mission thing, that was like an hour and a half, two hour storyline pathway of like discovering things and if that was released as a standalone game for five or ten bucks we'd be saying this game is an awesome steal so i kind of feel like the res the tomb raider they're like definitely tricking you in a sense by making you think the whole game's going to be in vr but i still feel like that freebie was definitely awesome and it wasn't like you had to pay anything extra to play it so it was worth it did you get to lock the butler in the freezer in the vr Uh, honestly i don't I, i don't remember but i do remember there being like it was like super entertaining to play through it. Like I, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> that was and, what like, all of us did. There's a whole bunch of spots you go through and like, a whole storyline. Well, that's cool. See, that's where it's it's a it's a good example though. That's the question here: Are we getting a little training mode snippet of Resident Evil Four where you see Leon up close in VR? Are we getting a side mission that's an hour and a half, or is it maybe the whole game? But they didn't want to announce that yet because they haven't finished it. We don't know. So it's kind of a it's kind of taking all of our expectations down a notch and kind of scaring those of us who are used to the PSVR because this happened a lot. Where with Quest, you don't get that. There's not some full game released on Quest flat and then you get a VR mode. If it's on Quest, it's a VR game. Right. So it's, I'm still excited, but the big announcement, I think that really got a lot of people, another Resident Evil game is getting a full PS5 release and a full VR treatment. Libnox, do you want to tell us what you saw in that trailer? Resident so Evil I've 8. Been w- 
I've, I've been waiting for this game to come to VR since it came out. And I've been like, oh, I want to play it so badly because Resident Evil 7 was so amazing. And honestly, I love the Resident Evil games. But I was like, just hold out. Just hold out strong. It'll come to Same. VR. It'll come to VR. Same. And I lost faith. <laughs> I lost faith completely because I'm just like, this is like, we're like years in now. This isn't coming to VR. I'm seeing people have made extremely high quality mods on PC. I'm like, I think this mod is where I'm playing Resident Evil 8. Maybe it's time to just do it. But just as I wait, just that little bit longer, and I get this announcement, I'm like, okay, this is this is the one I want. We're not settling for anything but the absolute best. And I know Capcom's going to bring the A game when it comes to this because Resident Evil 7 is still arguably the best VR game that exists in any sense. And that was just with a DualShock. So I think that what they showed us was... What I wanted to see, there wasn't really anything overly like unexpected to what the VR like footage looked like so much, but just the announcement that it's going to be in VR now, it's going to get like an updated version for the console. So it's they're not doing like a. I was a little bit afraid they might do this like only VR version, so you had to buy the game twice to play it in flat screen and in VR. But it seems like it's exactly what I want. So. Yeah, and it's the Sense controllers this time. They're new PSVR 2 controllers we saw in the trailer. You had a shotgun in one hand and the pistol in the other. So you can dual wield even now in this game with full hand controls. I'm in the exact same boat. I, I saw this game come out and I was like, you know, I, I'm not on quite the hype train that Resident Evil 7 was the best VR gamer. I loved it. I thought it was really cool, but it definitely, the dual shock part kind of hindered it to me in my mind. And so now to see that we're getting eight with everything, I'm like, okay, I got to go back and play seven again first and get ready for when eight comes out. So I'm ready with the plot line fresh in my mind. And it's like a, almost a year from now this is happening, but I can't wait. Nat, you got any thoughts on this? Yeah. <laughs> I'm really excited. I think it'll be really cool. I am. I know there's a lot of really big Resident Evil fans. I never played it back in the day, so I played more like Spyro and stuff. But it does look really cool, and I'm very excited to see any games that are using those DualSense controllers. I'm so excited because it's using that new DualSense technology they have where like the triggers have like haptic feedback kind of thing. Um, I think it'll really... Oh my gosh. And it's going to have all the, the haptic -y stuff and like the headset and everything. I think it's going to be really awesome. It might be kind of scary for me, honestly. <laughs> I might have a hard time with it, but I'm excited. It'll be, it'll be awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. Now there's another part to this story that we didn't include initially. I'm going to say it, but I will give a disclaimer. I've seen this several places on Reddit, but I can't find a super credible source on this yet but that is that this is also going to be exclusive to psvr2 what do you think about that i feel like we all are not usually huge fans of exclusives um i think that they're that psvr2 might have more exclusives than not because they're trying to get people to get into you know purchase it because otherwise they have they don't have a lot to grab people away from the quest so what mm -hmm. do you think Lipnox? i i honestly i i hate when things are exclusive to things because i want to be included in everything but with that being said i just don't think that the i just don't think it's worth it to capcom to do the pcvr port after the mods are already there i feel like the money is just not going to be there to, for the time investment it'll take them to do a pcvr version and honestly if playstation vr has this as a big exclusive 
it's going to be a reason to buy the PlayStation VR 2. So it, I don't like exclusives because I don't like being forced to buy all the different platforms. But at the same time, for this particular title, given the whole outlook of everything that's going on right now, I don't feel like if you have PC VR, you're going to be that upset that you can't play this because you still have the modded version. And honestly, playing it on PlayStation VR with all these DualSense extra things is just going to be an experience that's above and beyond anyways that you won't be able to do on the PC. So it's like, I don't know. I I super loved Resident Evil 7 on PlayStation VR, and it was so well optimized for that headset. I just feel like they do the exact same thing again. Like I like I think it would have been cool to see Resident Evil 7 head to PC VR, you know, when it came out for PlayStation VR, but it just worked so well on that headset. It just kind of it felt right. And I just there's just not enough money on PC VR for Capcom the size that Capcom is to care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that's a really good point that it's can't. <laughs> just can't <yeah>. play it. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, it's yeah. a really Quest good point that not. it takes a lot to bring it from PSVR or PSVR two to PC. It's like a lot of work, so maybe not worth it for them. Yeah, yeah. Well, we got a couple other announcements. Uh, no Man's Sky. I don't really feel like we need to discuss that. I mean, No Man's Sky has come out on everything. You can already play it on PSVR, but they said it is coming to PSVR too. So la di da. Uh, but Saint <laughs> Walking Dead Saints and Sinners Two will also be on PSVR too. Now, this is a game that so many of us are highly anticipating. It's kind of one of the like next big games everybody's been waiting on. Something weird was in the notes here, though. On the trailer that they showed, it said like. Uh, I don't remember the exact thing, but it basically said around holiday of 2022, it's launching. But people presume that is on the quest because they don't think PSVR 2 is coming out by then. Lip, what do you think about Saints and Sinners 2 coming to PSVR 2? And do you think this is any indication? Is it possible PSVR 2 might actually launch this holiday? I feel like Saints and Sinners, if you wanted to like play full VR with the hands and doing all the interactions, I mean, Saints and Sinners is the absolute best PSVR one game to do that in is really the first game that really made me feel like, oh, I'm in this world fully. I can do all the things. I can swing around the weapons. It feels perfect. It feels real. Grabbing things. I got the backpack and just it it felt like a fully everything what a VR game should be. And like they figured out all the things. So with the second one coming, it's just a natural fit for PlayStation VR two. I feel like they're gonna use all this like haptic stuff in fun ways. It's gonna make it all the better. Um, which version would I rather buy overall versus like a PC VR version versus a PSVR 2 version versus a uh, Quest version? I mean, probably PC VR so I can do the wireless, but I think ultimately that November, I guess it's uh, November 2022 or I don't know, but I would, I would guess that if Sony was planning on launching the headset that soon, uh, they'd be like, showing this off at events like the the whatever like project i think it was called morpheus or something mm-hmm. for the psvr one like i played that kitchen demo like years before like the playstation vr actually yep. came out so i i feel like maybe they're just holding it close but if you're if you're building up hype for a product it just seems very strange that i mean we're halfway through the year right now and we, we we know of games that are coming out for it, and I guess we we've seen the headset, so maybe it's not a big jump to have the release date. But I mean, Matt said it perfectly well. If they're having trouble keeping PlayStation Fives on the store shelves, why are you releasing a place a, a PSVR two? You haven't even satisfied your initial market, mm-hmm. and right. you're going to basically release this thing 
and all the people that are going to want to play it can't buy into PS5 to play it. Now you're you're basically just shooting yourself in the foot because now there's yep. no inventory for it. More and more people for holiday season are going to be like, I wanted a PlayStation VR. We couldn't find it. We got you the Quest 2. Yeah, just giving Quest 2 those potential PSVR sales for Christmas purchases, and it just I, I I mean if they if they turn around and they like have all this thing ready for holiday season, but it just seems probably because of the pandemic and probably because of all these things. It I think March is a good spot for PSVR too, but I don't think that they're gonna do well trying to release it in November. Yeah, yeah, Nat. Yeah, I. I definitely do not think it's going to be ready by holiday 2022. I think I saw some people like on Reddit and stuff showing like that screenshot of um, coming 2022. But there was something like small print somewhere that was like in development on PSVR 2 or something Mm -hmm. to indicate that it's not going to be ready by 2022 for PSVR 2. So yeah, I definitely think it's going to be 2023, somewhere in 2023 that the PSVR 2 is going to come out. And I, I definitely agree with you, Lipnox, that they would be starting that hype train now if they were really going to release in holiday 2022. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely doesn't seem like it could be possible. Uh, as far as your comment about conventions, they did actually have it at a convention, but only NDA devs could mm-hmm. try it. It was at the game developers convention mm-hmm. and they had to like fully sign NDAs. They went to like this dark, scary room hidden away. <laughs> no, no press was allowed in. It was only developers who were considering developing on the platform who got to try it there. So that tells us it's close to being either ready for mass production or it's in mass production, but it's probably a ways off release. Obviously, we'll keep you updated here on the podcast as we learn more. The last state of play thing that we saw was actually a game that we already knew was coming. Horizon Call of the Mountain. If you haven't heard of that out there, the Horizon Zero Dawn series is super popular adventure game on the PlayStation. Horizon Call of the Mountain is in that same universe, but we had only seen a trailer where you like float down a little boat down a river and everyone immediately jumped on the old VR train of this is some short experience. This is some little ride through the world on rails. It's not going to be anything. PlayStation clarified with a blog post saying there's a full story confirmed to the game. They take on a role of a new character. I'm not going to say too much because it's it, it might be a little spoiler to people out there, but basically there will be a full story. There will also be an immersive river ride experience. But in this new trailer from State of Play, we saw a little bit more. We saw some of the weapons you're using and how you're interacting with them in VR. Lip, what did you think of the trailer that we saw with the new updates? Honestly, I played this uh, this VR chat world that was like this forest kind of thing, and it had this mm-hmm. boat ride, and I 100% got the same vibe from that. And honestly, the boat ride was like amazing in the uh, the VR chat world that I went into. So I don't know. That looks really really cool. I have heard about Horizon tons of times. I think when the first Horizon came out, Breath of the Wild had just come out, and I was kind of like, these are similar games, and I didn't play it because of that. And I honestly, the the new one just came out, I guess that was, was it February or March? The yeah. uh, new one came out and I, it got crazy good reviews. But again, I mean, I don't have a PlayStation 5 yet, so mm-hmm. it's not really something I can play. Uh, but I mean, I know there's a PS4 version, but that seems like a bad, a bad idea for a new game like that. I'd rather get the full version on the uh, on the new system. But I mean, it, it looked really cool. I I feel like this whole thought process is going to be really short on the rails thing is a little bit worrisome, but they're clarifying there seems to be a lot of content. Uh, I remember there was that one 
uh, canoeing game. I forget what it was called, but uh, oh, the stealth it was like game, I Phantom yeah, Covert Ops. Yeah, that's the one. So, I mean, may- maybe this is going to be something like that with more <laughs> like bow and arrow type of things with all the different weapons from Horizon. But I mean, I didn't play that game, but I always heard good things about it. Mm-hmm. So, and, and the thing too is that like you can see this on the quest, you can see it when you go on YouTube and things like people super love roller coasters in VR, but there's no like substantial experience that's roller coasters in VR. I think there's that spooky something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's there's like a scary one that's like budget like that has like a billion updates that I remember playing on PlayStation VR that was pretty cool. But I I mean I think if they can give you this ride type of experience it's like two hours of just awesome action that you can get into the story but it's fully in your face vr that'd be a lot of fun to play through yeah nat i am really really excited this is the game or this is the trailer that i was most excited about it looks really awesome and the the trailer definitely made it look like it's like full game not just like some little experience thing and what i was most excited about is all of the creatures and stuff are there and i love in vr that you can see the scale of things and i i've noticed that in some vr games they don't do a great job with that but i i know in psvr the games i play that have like big things they feel big and so Mm -hmm. i'm really excited for that just like looking up at this big scary monster and like it'll be so exciting um and it looks like you're going to get some movement in there, which I always like when you can get movement in when you're playing VR games. Um, so I'm really excited for that. I didn't really notice. Was there a different trailer that had the the thing where you're riding the riverboat? The so the original the trailer thing. only showed some riverboat. Oh, OK. And so this new trailer showed the beginning still showed the riverboat, but then it also showed all this other mechanics and combat and everything happening, too. Yeah, the riverboat thing I didn't really notice, but that does seem really cool too because I I really like um, that kind of thing, roller coastery things in VR. It's really cool for me because roller coasters in real life are a little too much for me, but in VR I can do it. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited. It looks super cool. It looks gorgeous. Ah, I'm just so excited for anything in PSVR too because it, all the haptic stuff. And we know that Sony just does a really great job with what they do and the audio, everything. I'm just really excited. So that game I'm very (laughs) excited for. Yeah, the whole state of play, at least the first five or eight minutes of however long it was PSVR 2, kind of reminded me of something. It reminded me that I love VR, obviously, but my love for it has been struggling a bit lately because now i'm mostly only playing on quest and just like lip said you know we don't always get the big games (laughs) it's a lot of shorter experiences and seeing these it was like re-sparking that passion of oh my gosh i can't wait to get in this headset and play this game like it looks good it looks big it looks beautiful it looks like it's gonna be really immersive and there's something still about the quest that i just never get as immersed as i used to on ps4 even though it's got better graphics you know all these things i feel like sony had such good audio yeah. The haptics and the controllers were so strong. You know, the mm-hmm. Quest barely has haptics, honestly. Barely. Those vibrations yeah. are so weak it's not much. that I was like, this is getting me excited again. I feel like I just want to be back in a PSVR or a PSVR 2, actually. I can't wait for this. So I'm stoked. Uh, further in the blog post, it talked a little bit about more about the Call of the Mountain game. It did say there's a full story. But this riverboat experience, they said it takes you into the world of Horizon, but it's the perfect way for a PSVR 2 player to share the magic, they said. So basically, they made this other experience 
kind of as like a demo so that, you know, you do it once and you're going to love it. But then whenever you have a friend over, instead of trying to put them in a complicated game where you have to learn a bunch of controls, you can just put them on this boat watching this amazing experience happening in front of them. And that's like how you're going to be introing people to VR, most likely on a PSVR 2. That's cool. I really like that. It's always nice to have because especially if like you just got it and like you're so excited to play it, you want to show it to people, but you don't necessarily want them to be playing it for hours and hours because it's <laughs> yours. Um, So that's really cool that they have uh like an easy experience that people can see how awesome it is but not necessarily, you know, be spending hours and hours while you're just like, but I want to play now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm super excited for that. We have been playing some games, even though it may not sound like there's a ton of game stuff happening. We have been playing some games that we're going to talk to you about real quick. But first I got to tell you one more time, Asterian products, they have high quality universal VR headset stands. They work with any of them. And when we were at this convention, I had some extra ones they'd sent to give. And two of the guys that had spent a lot of time in the VR room, I was like, where do you guys put your VR headsets? And one dude's like, mine sits on my computer. That was like, mine sits on the floor. And so we gave them two of the extra auras that were sent and they were so excited because they had seen how beautiful these are. So if you're out there and you want to get one, you can go on asterianproducts.com and you just code full dive for $5 off any order, $19.99 or more. I'd highly recommend because if you're one of these people that's sitting on the floor or just sitting on the desk somewhere haphazardly, you need to get a nice stand for it. But Lip, you you finally got to try Hitman on PC, right? You played Hitman VR on PC. Yeah, I, play, I, I played it originally on the PlayStation VR and oh, like, loved okay. it to death, but finally had a chance to play the PC VR version. I was a little bit hesitant because, well, first of all, I moved and had internet issues to the point where I was like, I don't really want to play with the link cable and my wireless network wasn't up to snuff for the virtual desktop. Uh, but I got all that fixed and I, that was the first thing I went and played. I uh, went on. You can. This is actually really cool. If you go on Game Pass, you sign up to the PC Game Pass. It's on there and it has not only... Hitman 3, but it has the Hitman 1 and Hitman 2 levels in that version and all the DLC, I think, too. So you can literally play the whole trilogy. And I think you can, if it's your first time signing up, it's a dollar for a month. And oh, after wow. that, it's like maybe $7. But like, if you just want to play that one game, uh, it's it's worth it to check it out. The problem is, though, with the game, they've like done it in a like PlayStation VR head tracking mode thing. Mm. So like, it, it just basically places the camera where it thinks the character's head should be. But if you move in your play space, then you're no longer like in link with that. So uh, you definitely cannot move around your room while playing this game. You have to stand still. You're constantly pressing the reset camera button. There's no smooth turning option that's proper. It's basically, there's smooth turning that like you press it and it snaps, but it snaps in a smooth way. But it's not mm. actually smooth turning. Uh, so it like, I'm and, and honestly, it looks blurry as can be like it really it looks better than it did on PlayStation VR, but it doesn't look that much better. I, I wouldn't be surprised if the PS4 Pro version that it was just that, but slightly more upscaled because my computer is pretty much running it on max specs. And it's I mean, it's it's good, but it's like the other thing, too, that I found was that this is this is the weirdest thing. But it was so much easier to use the DualShock to aim because your hands were more steady. And that game just requires a certain precise aiming with everything i just honestly i've had so much more fun playing it on the playstation vr than on the pc vr with independent hands and it i mean it's still really cool on pc vr but it's not what it should have been and it's a little bit disappointing that uh idos didn't put more effort into making that i mean you, you if you play half-life alex and it feels so good with all the controls and then you go in and play a game like that you're like 
This feels like 2017 VR. Mm. <laughs> like, That's so <ouch>. sad. <laughs> but it's still Hitman VR. It's still massive environments, tons and tons of stuff to do. So it's still an amazing game. Just 2017 VR. Yeah, man. It sounds like when you were talking about like the the turning and the having to like reset your camera all the time. I don't know if you get motion sickness at all, but was that a factor at all in there with those issues? I don't get motion sickness, but the way that the menu system was done with this like floating thing definitely made me feel a little bit queasy because you would mm-hmm. have to like, there was no button to open the menu on the Oculus controller. So I had to go to walk up to my keyboard, press the S <sighs> button to open up the menu to be able to change the controls. And I'd switch the one smoothment t- control. Then I go back to the keyboard, exit that so I can go back in and see if I fixed it. And it wouldn't be good at all. It'd be terrible. They had like the three options. And eventually I would just get angry and give up and just accept the snap turning was the best thing I could do. But it was like, it, it, like this is, this is one of my favorite games and it's just, I had fun playing it, but I also had times when I started playing it and I just could not get over all the things. And I, I there were several times I was like upset playing it. Cause I'm like, this isn't what I want to be playing. Like I only have like a small amount of time to have fun and I'm spending like half an hour fiddling with settings to try to make it acceptable. It's, it's, I don't know. It's just, it's just too bad because when you play so much Oculus Quest stuff, everything is already calibrated properly. And it's just, right. This, this was not. <laughs> yeah. It just takes you back to those early days, like you said, but it also makes you kind of stop believing in PC VR as well. Cause it's like, how are they doing this at this point, this far into the game? Uh, yeah. I, if you're out there and you're, you're, we're talking about Hitman, you haven't heard of it. It's hard to imagine anyone hasn't, but, Hitman is a game where you're basically a hitman. You're an assassin. But the cool thing is you go into these massive worlds and you figure out how you want to kill someone. You don't just end up in a map with a sniper rifle and you just have to take someone out. You can walk around and you can listen to people talking and you'll hear them talking about, oh, well, he really doesn't like fish at all, but he really loves beef or something, like some weird thing like that. So, you know, if you poison the beef. It's going to get taken right up to him, poison him, mission accomplished. You don't have to go in guns blazing. There's all these different ways to approach these to where everyone can play the game differently. So when we heard Hitman was coming to VR, first on PSVR, we were all so excited it was going to be the whole game. But it was a little janky on PSVR because you're holding a dual shock, trying to aim with the dual shock with a gun in your hand. You have to make sure your light bar is staying facing the PSVR camera. So when we heard it was coming to PC, we all thought they're going to fully redo the mechanics. It's going to be great. And we're learning right now from Lipnox. Basically, they didn't. They basically just split your hands in two, but didn't fix anything specifically for PC. They just kind of, it sounds like, tacked this on there. And it makes a lot more sense now why I kept reading people online saying, oh, this this game sucks. This game is not a VR game. What were they thinking? Like, they didn't know the whole story that it was on PSVR first. And basically, they found a way to just port it over controls as is, it sounds like. So well, you, you have independent hands. It's just, yeah, they're just, just not well work. programmed. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's pretty funny because you can do like karate chops and punch people and they go like flying, like <laughs> hilarious ragdollness. But it's like, oh my it, it, just, it just ends up being one of those things. It just feels like they just don't care. They just did the bare minimum of, of turning this into a PC VR title. It's like, yes, you have the two individual hands, but that's it. And it just confuses everything else because now all the functions are like tied to having the one controller. So when you're trying to like throw items, you just like press one trigger to trigger like the throwing thing and then another trigger to like lock on and then you throw. But oh. it always just doesn't auto throw. So there's no like free throwing option. Mm. I mean, there is, but that doesn't that can't, you can't hurt anything with that. And it just it's just they did things in such a weird, complicated way that it just doesn't doesn't feel the doesn't feel, feel like right. they just cared. 
Yeah. They just didn't care. That, that is that really sad because it's such a cool game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and interestingly, kind of back to the point we were talking about earlier in the podcast, this is a good reminder of where the quest is doing good. Like you kind of mentioned, Libnox. Uh, yeah. A quest game works. A quest game yeah. is made for the quest. It's made for VR. And so when you get it, it's going to work there. So yes, some are jankier than others, but it does it where there used to be this thing in VR a lot of times where someone would make a game and then they'd make VR support. And it was awful. <laughs> Subnautica is a beautiful, amazing game. Great example of this. You couldn't even hardly play the thing in VR. You couldn't see your menus correctly. You couldn't if you didn't know exactly how to play the game already, you couldn't really play it in VR. So it kind of takes me back to those days when that used to happen a lot to us. And that's where things like the quest are are helping the landscape. Uh, the only other thing we had we wanted to talk about today, we're actually going to kind of hold off. There's a game called the Atlas Mystery, which Lipnox got to play and check out. They sent us some codes, but the, the producers have actually asked to come be a guest on the podcast with us. Talk to us about the games. So we're going to kind of hold off on telling you about that game until then. So we don't want to give away too much or spoil too much, but we're super excited to have them coming up. And if you're out there and you're, you want to chat more with us about stuff, consider coming and joining our Discord server. We're all in there hanging out, Lipnox, me, Nat. You can come ask questions. That's where the Q&A questions come from in every episode. You can provide influence for what's going to be on the future of the podcast discussions. Or, of course, if you're someone involved in VR, that's actually a place, too, where you can hit us up and say, hey, I'd love to come on an episode. We've had plenty of guests from the Discord. Uh, we've got a Patreon. It is covering the production costs of it. Thanks to our generous patrons. So we want to say thank you so much. Check us out there. Uh, and if you're listening, you know, check us out on YouTube. If you're on YouTube right now, we're on every major podcast platform and we keep showing up in top 10 rankings. I don't know how accurate those things are, but that's pretty cool that we're up there. <laughs> uh what what else nat uh also consider rating reviewing and subscribing um to the podcast it helps us get out there to other people um when hopefully you'll give us a good rating <laughs> and then <laughs> all the the podcast apps and stuff will be like hey people like this so other people might like it so we really <laughs> we ask to rate, then someone goes, just gives us a bad rating. Oh. Uh, Lipnox, <laughs> it was great having you back. Lipnox was doing a lot of stuff outside of VR and YouTube, but we're great to have you back. Lipnox is actually one of our hosts, so you'll be seeing Lip here a lot more. Lip, thank you for being back with us today. I loved it. I've been missing this so much. I've been listening to podcasts at work, and I'm just like, I got to get back on there. I got to get back on the show. Missing, well, we... uh, missing talking about VR, missing hanging out with you guys. Yes, the positive vibes. we got to schedule the Atlas Mystery, and since you played it, I'd love to make sure you're on there with us to talk to the producers when that happens. So we'll talk more about that off the horn. But hey, if you're out there and you're listening right now and you're thinking about getting into VR for the first time, what do you got to do? Toy on in. Toy on in. Thank you. <laughs>